Hello, baseball fans. Welcome to Sully Baseball. This is the podcast where we talk about baseball. 52 weeks out of the year, there's no offseason, and I'm your host, Paul Francis Sullivan. Please call me Sully. I'm recording this show in Sully Baseball Studio in Pasadena, California, overlooking the historic Rose Bowl. Here's what I'm going to do for you today. We are one day into the season. I could break things down. I can give you a lot of analysis. But here's what I'm really going to do. I'm going to give you a little insight of the life of Sully, your pal, the podcaster. I was sitting on my couch watching the Cleveland Indians play the Seattle Mariners. At one point, my wife joined me. My wife is not a baseball fan. She is a fan of Ichiro Suzuki. As we sat down, we decided to talk about a few things. I decided to record them. This is that podcast. Ooh, look how he's standing. He's got such attitude. All right, so I'm sitting with my wife and doing the only way she'll ever watch a baseball game with me is lots of close-ups of Ichiro. <laughs> it's opening night in Seattle. Ichiro is back with the Mariners. Uh, as a recording, he's back. Um, he looks very trim, and I really like the little gray in the temples. He's just adorable. Yep. And this is, a, as, of, as of recording, it's opening night. Seattle has a 2 nothing lead on the early home run by Nelson Cruz off of Corey Kluber. It's actually a very good game at this point. It's, uh, Kluber's pitched well safe for that one homer. And the crowd, oop, there's a line drive to right. Okay, the Indians could be rallying here. Now, oop, they're letting it get all the way to the wall. Who was that? Was that, uh, um, oh, uh, Lonnie Chisenhall. Okay, he, so Chisenhall's on second with he two. He looks just like Christian Bale. Oh, my God. So the pitcher for the, the Mariners is someone who I, uh, I don't know this guy. He's Nick Vincent, I think is who it is. I, 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 I'm not familiar with him. Uh, but they keep cutting back to, to Ichiro. Now, Ichiro! Now, why is Ichiro your favorite player? I don't remember. Why was he? Because, uh, I'll tell you why. Because we were watching Ken Burns baseball. Let me, let me rephrase that. I was watching Ken Burns baseball. You happened to be in the living room while it was on reading a, a magazine. And you happened to look up when you heard someone speaking Japanese. And, like I do. Yeah, like, like you do. Well, it, he was the only person speaking Japanese in the entire in the entire special. And while it was going on, you said, who is that? <laughs> yeah, so. So what? Yeah, no, no. no. Okay. And he's, uh, he, Ichiro's a, is a, he's a handsome man. Ichiro is a uh, charismatic man. Oop, there's a drive. It, is it, is it, can Ichiro get it? No! Oh! It drops in and a run will probably come in to score, right? Yeah, Rudd yeah, Rud came in. So it's 2-1 Cleveland at this point. But you were like, who is that? And, um, and Ichiro always has this kind of cool quality to him, yeah. the way that he... he ice cold. He, yeah. I mean, uh, Gar Reness, the batting stance guy, uh, has talked that he seems so cool. Sometimes you expect him to come out in like a bathrobe, like a silk <laughs> bathrobe, like just put down his martini. <laughs> And the, when he does his his uh, his stance, he kind of like points the bat at the pitcher uh-huh. as if to say, "We will now combat." Now that's what I liked about it. He's yeah. got style. He's got guy. style, and he came up when everything was juiced up, roided up. All the people were trying to hit hit the snot out of the ball, and he would like dribble it 
like he would get a little hit that goes 10 feet in front of the plate and then beat the throw home. <laughs> That's what even Pedro Martinez was saying in that special. He hated facing Ichiro because he would get him to ground out. That's what he wanted to do, except he would still make it. He said, oh, he's still got a hit. But you don't care about that. No. No. There's a, oh, man, the Indians are rallying here. And it comes to the Ichiro, and Ichiro, he gets it back into the infield. Now, very gracefully. Very gracefully. Very easy peasy. All right, this has been a, uh, um, it's opening day here, and uh, the Red Sox have given me my first God damn it moment, or for Christ's sakes moment, uh, as they let up six runs in the bottom of the eighth to blow the game. The Giants were so banged up, the starting pitcher was the 15th caller from KNBR, and yet they <laughs> still beat the Dodgers one nothing, one nothing on a home run by Joe Panic, and as they someone on ESPN, Ooh. Joe Panic. Joe Pat is that two words? Jo- <laughs> it sounds like a that sounds like a nickname for like who and like someone who goes like I think we're gonna lose, I think we're gonna lose. Oh, look at Joe Panic over there. Hey, Joe Panic, calm down. But yeah, uh, like Johnny on the spot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but no, his name is Joe Panic. Okay. P A N I K. Okay, good. But the looks like uh, a little looper. So the Mariners hold on. We're going to the bottom seven. Mariners have a two-one lead. So I was trying to explain to my wife the concept of Juan Encarnacion's. Parrot <laughs> home run trot. Right. So what when what and I'm gonna I will pause this I'll show you an example. But when I mean, he I don't need that. I know what you I know what you're saying. I you don't I, you don't, I, know I, 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 I already acted <laughs> you, you it out for you. Demonstrated it very well. So Encarnacion oh, I just cast that guy in criminal minds. See that guy? Oh who got there's there's an ad for it's either a potted plant or some sort of like, you know, Stool softener. <laughs> where they're saying, make sure not to use tomatoes. May cause, may cause excessive bleeding you know, in the eyes. You, you know, know. You know what we call that guy? Who's, what? who we cast? Ugly, sexy. Because he's like not quite handsome. He's something a little off. Yeah. But you still want to fuck him. Absolutely. Well, there you go. <laughs> I, I like to think that's where I am too. <laughs> that's my goal in life. To what's in my bucket list is to be ugly, sexy. <laughs> and if I can get to there, anyway. So, but, you um, were showing me, you were prancing the, the, around I was, here. So when Encarnacion hits home, and he can hit him, like his home runs are like are, are amazing. And then when he trots around the bases, he has his arm up, and I've never actually um, known the the precise reason, except the fact that it looks like he has. A parrot on his arm. It absolutely does not look like that. It look, he could have anything on his arm. He could have a monkey on his arm. He could. I, I, this like, is why I think I maybe it's a little sweet little kitten. It's not a kitten. It's not how you hold a kitten. Oh no, we don't have cats. We're I know not. we're allergic, but you know. <laughs> but why? Why do you think it's a parrot? Because that's like it's like. Arr, Did he ever say it? Was a swabs. <laughs> Is he part of the Mariners? No, he's part of the Indians, but he was part of the Blue Jays. I guess he could have been a Blue Jay on his arm. But it's well, that not. Would gonna, be, that'd be more appropriate. But, but it's not going to be an Indian. 
Because that's racist. You can't have anyone. No. You, but, um, but, but, but seriously, where is this? Where is, what is the oeuvre? What is the genesis of this? I actually don't remember. Then why do you insist that it's a parrot? What else could it be? <laughs> could be anything. It could be eternal. <laughs> no, I, I don't know. Because, see, because here's why. Why? The only thing. Okay, there's, there's, there's only two things that I've ever seen people hold like that on their arm. One is a parrot. The other <laughs> what is is a falcon. You know and what? I've seen somebody hold a towel like that. Maybe yeah, but he's not he's not was he a towel rack? <laughs> Actually, hold on a second. He hits the home run uh-huh. and like I gotta towel myself off. Okay. Like I'm so hot I gotta towel myself off. No, he's not ugly sexy enough to have to towel himself off. All right, well then it's a pa- then if it's not a it's towel, not a it's parrot. a parrot. I, I declare please, somebody write to him and tell him it's a it's parrot. Not a parrot. Anyway. Here's a parrot. So here's Corey Kluber who oh he won the he's been the the award for the best pitcher in baseball last year, except the fact that two straight years he's lost a critical game that the Indians could have used, like the seventh game of the World Series. and Actually, he didn't lose the seventh game, but he pitched poorly. And he got clobbered last year. Kluber got clobbered. <laughs> I heard you. But um, the other home run trot we were talking about. Trout? Trot, not trout, trot. You the, said trout. The, the trot, tr- the home run trot. Why do they say trot? Because you're trotting around the bases. When, when you hit it out, it's you're... It's more like a jog. You don't have to... You don't, there's some people like <laughs> the Cardinals uh, first baseman, Jack Clark, I don't think has finished circling the bases for the 1985 playoffs. When he hit the home run against the Dodgers that sunk him, he was like, I am now going to wait for the rotation of the earth to spin me around the bases. <laughs> like there were glaciers going, can, can you speed up? Right. So um, the but uh, from that era, the mid '80s, uh, Jeffrey Hackman Leonard was the left fielder for the San Francisco Giants when they won the when they were in the postseason, the playoffs in 1987, and he hit those four. You remember those four home runs? You were living in the Bay Area in '87. Are you talking to me? Yes, <laughs> you were in the Bay Area in '87. You must have been. I say, wasn't even born yet. What are you talking about? When you were a baby in '87, <laughs> your first words were "hum baby, hum baby." Do you remember the hum babies? Do you know what the oh, hum baby no. is? Hum baby. What? Are, you keep saying it. I still don't know. All what right, it is. let's go over Hackman first, and we'll go over hum baby. <laughs> Um, the uh, Hackman Leonard hit those four home runs against St. Louis in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And that when he would round the bases, he would have one flap down. They would just sort of trot with his one flap down. And he was like, he was, just, and he had a scowl on his face with his one flap down. And the Cardinals did not like the fact that he was disrespecting one of this trot that was. One flap down. What does that mean? That means he had, instead of jogging around there. Like your arms are moving. He had, he had one flap down. Was his arm broken? Like No, it was, that was that? Kind of, that was sort of his. What It was so mean? he could be badass. But it doesn't mean anything. All right, I'll show it's, you. I, I saw you. No, I'm going to show you. I'm going to show you. There's no, I, I know. You demonstrated it already. You already, you already demonstrated it Ooh. very accurately, I'm sure. All right, well, all right, I, I can't. Because, okay, if he's jogging around with his F finger sticking out, then yeah, he's... Well, that would be poor sportsmanship. If he's flashing the bird and I can... Oh, that's why. It's like the bird. 
It's like oh the bird. Oh, God. This is really dumb. These people, I mean, what? I don't get it. Is there a code book that tells you what all this stuff means? One, you know, one flap down. Why do you call it a flap? It's like, it's like, it's like. Who else calls it this? What's called the one flap down trap? Are you sure? The trap. You're asking me <laughs> if I'm sure. I've never heard anybody else talk about this. One, okay. See, I was going to say go f- respond on Twitter, but you're not on Twitter. I am not on the Twitter. Yeah. I like Twitter. Okay, let's talk about Home Baby. Okay. Now, when... Um, Is that the, the announcer guy who went, Home Baby? No, it's the announcer. Oh, baby. Who's no, the that's, a, that's Brett Musburger. <laughs> we'll get to Brett Musburger in a second. Um, but uh, the, well, the Giants... Uh, finally got back to the playoffs for the first time since 1971. Their manager was Roger Craig, former... Man, I feel like I know that name. Was well, he a football the, player? Well, there was a football player for the 49ers <gasps> at the same time named Roger Craig. Oh, my God. I remembered something. Yes, you remembered football. <laughs> now, of course, it was very confusing <laughs> okay. for me because we moved from Massachusetts to California right around the time that I was starting to learn the Giants and the 49ers. So, okay, who's that guy on the 49ers? Who's Roger Craig? Okay, who's the manager of the Giants? He's Roger Craig. I'm like, that guy knows how to multitask. <laughs> he's like Bo Jackson. Yeah, he's Is like Bo Jackson. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, he played football and baseball. But, like, to be the manager of the team and play for the 49ers... <laughs> That takes that takes That's a like, lot. That's like wow. Yeah. So he okay. was not the same dude. Okay. But uh, Roger Craig, the the baseball manager, was a was a real kind of good old boy. He's kind like, of. He's like Elvis. He's, he was this big guy who was southern born, a good good old boy kind of guy, you know. Yeah. And uh, he he used to hum, he used to call he, he used to say hum baby a lot, and then he but it was not just sort of like um, would be a. Uh, uh, you know, this is something to say after like a home run, home baby. But he would also call his players. I'm going to tell you something. You know, uh, Jeffrey Leonard, he's a home baby. He's a home baby. I like I like bringing Will Clark in first base. You know why? You know why? Why? He's a home baby. Is this a noun or? A he verb? Beca- it became a. It became more of an adjective. He's a home baby. I guess no, that's a noun. Okay, so but did he say what? What that was it? It means good? It, it, good or it bad? means good. It means you're the type of player. That makes you say, yeah, yeah, that's hum baby. But you're a hum baby. You're a hum baby, baby. Yeah, but is he, is he, is he sexy, ugly? He's is, is he sexy, ugly hum baby. <laughs> now, the, um, you don't, don't, oh, baby. Yeah. It, that's Brett Musburger. <laughs> and I've made the point because there's some people who don't like the fact that Jessica Mendoza is an announcer. For, was, it, was she just an yeah, she's the announcer, and yeah. I was like, oh. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's something like, like, I don't mean to, you know, I'm sorry I'm not politically correct, but you shouldn't have women announcing baseball games. There are people who say that and expect to be not treated like an idiot. And I said, well, you know, how can you have someone who never played the game, she was a star softball player, never played the game, why am I going to listen to her? And, of course, the idea is, like, did I, did I miss when Bob Costas was a star player? Did I miss when Howard Cosell was a major athlete? You know, and, and the work... Do announcers wor- get to announce both, or they just got to stick to one? No, you've got announcers or you know, do all... You know, a lot of them will, will cross over. Something like Al Michaels, who, when he had to do, like, the Olympics, is like, all right, we're now at the javelin, you know. They have to, but, you know, yeah. Costas... 
you know, was, was announced football, has announced ba- you know basketball, baseball. Al Michaels has done all that, you know. Yeah. But um, you know, I mean, Ahmad Rashad was a star football player mm. who became a basketball announcer hmm. and married Felicia Rashad. Let's not go down that road. Well, there's there's a <laughs> photograph of Felicia and Maude's wedding where two of the bridesmen were OJ and Bill Cosby. And you look at that picture at Felicia, you chose wisely. That's like the worst dating game episode ever. <laughs> I'll take bachelor number three, please. Good call. Okay. So but Brett I Musburger. I started. Brett, Brett Musburger is my answer to anyone who hates Jessica Mendoza. Like I say, you, you're, you're trying to tell me that Jessica Mendoza is not qualified because she was born with the wrong pee-pee part. <laughs> but Brett Musburger, who I believe announced the first ever game of anything, like, we're looking live at two Neanderthals throwing a rock back and forth. We're at the Roman Coliseum, and oh, baby... <laughs> These lions are eating these Christians for lunch, and I mean that literally. Oh, baby, 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 baby. I don't remember a time when, I don't remember a time in my life where Brent Musburger wasn't on the television. And, and he was so awful, especially when he used to announce, like, um, he would announce, like, uh, uh, like college football games. And, like, Boston College, when Doug Flutie was there, and, like, I'm not a college football fan, but everyone in Boston loved to watch Doug Flutie. And <coughs> we'd get the games, and they'd be announced by Brett Musburger. And so we would all turn down the television and turn up the radio. Even though it was slightly <laughs> off sync, it was better watching it like a Godzilla film or an Italian Hercules film, just slightly off sync, than it was to listen to Brett Musburger. Who would who had these? Uh, he, first of all, he had that kind of voice inflection that even Ted Baxter would have said, "Yeah, come on, tone it down a little. You sound a little punk. You're looking live here at Ohio State University, and oh, baby, we're in for a bottle." Of the- trying to keep it peppy, yeah. You know? keep, keep this peppy. It was just everything was so <laughs> effective, and I, I, it's funny. This game is being played in in Seattle. And Brett Musburger called one of the most exciting baseball games I ever watched in my life. It was a breathtakingly exciting game, and it is, and it's actually one of the most famous games. One of the most famous moments of the last, you know, probably twenty-five years in baseball uh, between the New York Yankees and the Seattle Mariners, and there were. It's painful for me because it's a game I would rewatch. It's a fantastic game. And yet I have to hear Brett Musburger. <laughs> now, there, and like, like he would say things like Ken Griffey Jr. hit a dramatic home run where the, the Yankees were up big and, and, and Griffey Jr.'s home run made it a one run game. And it was Griffey's fifth home run in the series. He had an unbelievably productive series. And his call was. And oh, baby, put it on the scoreboard. The kid has done it again. Deep to right field. Oh, baby, put it on the scoreboard. The kid has done it again. 
Like, What's he supposed to say? I don't know. Something that doesn't sound like he has his little notebook of here's what you say. Everything sounded so canned. You know, like, oh, like, perhaps it's my whole life of him going, oh, baby. I said, you, I have to really listen to you at this point. Like, you, there must be someone who has, like, a catchphrase. Like, you know, like, hey there, pumpkin. I don't know, just something that annoys you. Or, or you know, Malcolm McDowell in Blue Thunder when he kept saying, catch you later. You know what I mean? I, I, you lost me a few sentences ago. Okay. Now, the, the moment that I'll never forget. I mean, there's, there's two things I'll never forget. Oh, baby, put it on the scoreboard. That kid has done it again. It's like, if someone said that next to me at a bar, I'd just sort of like, you know, grab paddle, smash face. But it was... But should he be more descriptive? Yeah. Should like, he could be telling a story and, like, yeah, narrating it? Like, he's running fast and he's... It's, it, my problem is that it sounded, like, canned and rehearsed. <clears throat> my problem is it sounded like Brad Marsburger. <laughs> Now, there's two moments that, that um, the most famous moment oh, of the... that was nice. He gave him his bat. The, my, the, the most famous moment of the game was the ending of the game. The Yan- it, was what, it was the final game of the series. Whoever won that game would advance. Mm-hmm. And it went to the bottom of the 11th inning. The Yankees had a one-run lead in the bottom of the 11th. There were two runners on. And Edgar Martinez hit a drive down the line, the left field. The tying run came in to score. And Ken Griffey Jr., who was on first base, was sprinting like he was the flash the whole way. Like, like you know, it was almost steam coming from behind him. And then by the, and when everyone was watching, he goes, okay, he's going to stop at third. And when he kept going, and you know that if he scored, the Mariners would win the series. But you know if he was thrown out, you know, you'd be like, oh, you should have held at third. at third. When he came running in, and you saw that he like picked up a new level of speed, oh and then he slid home, and the entire Mariners team piled on top of him, <gasps> and the ball went into to left field. Gerald Williams of the Yankees picked it up and threw it to home, and it was the, the series is called the Division Series, and the throw was late. Griffey was safe. And he made the call. He said, you know, line drive, we are tied. Griffey is coming around. In the corner is Bernie. In the corner was Gerald Williams. The center fielder was Bernie Williams. He misidentified (laughs) there. Here's the throw home. Here's the division championship. It wasn't the division championship. It's the division series. It's like, yes, I know it's on the fly, but like, like, say facts that are correct. In the corner is Bernie. Here's the division championship. Mariners win it. Mariners win it. You got that right? Yeah. Okay, all right, all right, this is the, okay, that may sound nitpicky, but here is the moment that made me say, okay, that I believe at that moment ABC should have walked in the booth and said, Brett, headset off, we have someone here, anyone here, we, the, the, Mar- the Mariner Moose is going to come in at this point. Okay, so that, let me, I'm going to paint the picture for you. All right. It's the top of the ninth inning of a dramatic series. Mm-hmm. Yankees and Mariners are now tied. And whoever wins this game will go to the league championship series. 
okay? And it's dramatic. Mm -hmm. The batter is Tony Fernandez, the Yankees shortstop. Mm -hmm. He hit a long drive to right field that hit the wall to lead off the inning, of which Tony Fernandez got the second base. So it's a a big moment. It's like, okay, it's top of the ninth. The potential go-ahead run is on second of this ball that hit the wall, and everyone saw it hit the wall. Fans reacted that way. Fernandez reacted. Everyone reacted that way. Mm-hmm. I am now going to – I will never forget how he called that moment. Now, keep in mind, when the TV is on, like maybe if you're in the next room, maybe you're like you're, gr- you're grabbing a drink and you're hearing the play-by-play, mm-hmm. that will describe, paint the picture. This is what, how he called this moment in the ninth inning. Fernandez to right field, and that baby's out of here. <laughs> no, wait. It's off the wall. It's a double. I thought that baby was out of here. Now, Maybe he needs there were 50,000 people there, Yeah. plus 25 players on the Mariners, 25 players on the Yankees, coach, staff, ushers, concessions, camera operators, grounds crew. A grand total of one person in the kingdom thought it was a home run. And it was the person who was speaking. So if you're a Yankee fan, said, he hit a homer? He hit a homer? No? What? And and Jim Cott, who was the uh, the color commentator, clearly was like, I can't believe... I was this great pitcher for all these years, and I'm stuck in it. Jim Cott is one of the best color commentators ever, and he's stuck in a booth with Brett Musgrave. <laughs> now, Jim Cott, to his great credit, was like, let's move on. Let's yeah. move on. And he was like, Fernandez, good day. And he started you know, you know, talking about this and that and the other thing. Musgrave wouldn't give it up. <laughs> I got to tell you, I thought that baby was out of here. It hit the wall. Now, I understand if it was a situation where it, like, just hooked foul or hit the top. If it hit the top of the wall, I get it. It hit the middle of the wall. <laughs> Boom. Hit deep. Deep toward the gap. That ball is out of here. Off that top wall. Hold on. That's a double. Remember that. That ball is in play. I thought that baby was out of here up on top. But it's off the wall for a double. When you see strange things happen in the postseason, it hit the scoreboard. Tony Fernandez has not had a good year from the right side of the plate. And he leads off here with a double. That's amazing, Jimmy. After talking about that wall, I made that mistake that up above it is solid and there is no room above that padding out there. So it was my mistake. All the way, recover Yankee fans. Fernandez is on at second base now, and Randy. Bellotti now, if you are in. the foreign exchange student who has never seen a baseball game, was was home run? Did he did hit home run? Did hit home run? And do you know what? I would rather have the foreign exchange student go like, now, man, pitch. Did hit home run? No. No, Mr. Cott, Mr. Cott, please explain. This is Please explain. I can't breathe. I don't know if he hit the home run. Okay, stop it. But was Brett Musburger the one that was caught in the ladies' underwear with the? Hook? No, no, that was Marv Albert. Oh, okay. Now Marv, now, 
Now, I, Marv Albert did a lot of things that make, you know, man, he would not survive the Me Too movement, probably. <laughs> um, although when he was suspended and we were stuck with some other announcers, I kept thinking, why do we have to suffer? Can't you have an ankle bracelet on him and like two marshals on either side? You know, he's at house. He's at arena arrest. Oh, my stomach hurts. Now the the, oh the the one of the reasons I hated Musburger, man, Kluber is still pitching, is that there was I, he was the announcer I was talking to you about when my father and I were listening on the radio, and Brett Musburger and Johnny Bench were announcing a World Series game on the radio, and it was all right, Johnny here, ground ball and oh, and oh. What a play! And my dad, what happened? <laughs> oh, I you know, words can't describe what I just saw. Oh, baby, <laughs> baby. Oh, if only I had the skill set to describe this into a microphone for people to hear. And people are like Jessica Mendoza. I don't know if she should announce. Yeah. Yeah. It's like yeah, but Brett Musburger gets to have. A four-century-long broadcasting <laughs> career? I have no answer, but that was really funny. All right. Yep. Well, thank you for that. Okay. Then, that's that's really right. I don't know if that kind of tracks. But. Of course it tracks. Have you listened to some of my podcasts? I've talked about all sorts of things. No, of course not. Of course you don't listen. <clears throat> all, right. all right. Well, thank you. All right. Well, right now it is the bottom of the eighth inning. You know what? It's still two to one. Kluber could get the loss. He could be... He, you know who he looks like? Carl Urban. Corey Kluber looks like Carl Urban. That's Say that five times fast. <laughs> it does. I'm telling you. I could cast this whole goddamn. Sorry, game. Ray. Who's Ray? Ray is one of my uh, listeners who oh, would prefer it if I don't say shoot. goddamn. I'm so sorry. We have listeners like that, too. Um, well, I, well, well, darn, well, baby. No, 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 no. The no. hum baby game. Hum baby. <laughs> oh, baby, hum baby. Imagine if they had Roger Craig and Brett Musburger as an announcer. <laughs> oh, baby, hum baby. He's got one flop down. I think it's a parrot. <laughs> And meanwhile, you're there going, Ichiro, oh, I like the great temples on Ichiro. He, he's not ugly sexy. Okay. Well, I'm glad that I've taught you a new word. Yes, yes. It's a new word is ugly sexy. Would, uh, would someone like, like, would like Anthony Quinn have been a classic example of that? Or like Telly Savalas? Oh, my God. I don't know who those people are. Telly Savalas? <laughs> Oh, Jack. Oh, he's got Who Loves You, Baby. Yeah. Ooh, that Who Loves You, Baby. Hum, baby. <laughs> <laughs> There's a great clip uh, in the, uh, you know, game five of the 1976 American League Championship Series. You know, where, when Chris Chambliss hit the home run? There's a great shot of sitting alongside the dugout at Yankee Stadium, which looked like it was a freezing night in October, is Telly Savalas <laughs> wearing a fur coat, uh, which I think is actually a misnomer. I think it was an animal. It was just, it was not even a coat. He's like, hey, baby, give me this wolf. I'm going to wear a wolf and sit right behind the dugout, baby. And he had these giant grandma glasses, sunglasses on, and, and this living in this in this... You know this this live animal around his body, and uh, Phil Rizzuto was talking about how uh, what a sex symbol uh, Telly Savalas is. 
You know, I met Phil Rizzuto. You met Phil Rizzuto? I did. Yeah, tell us and about Phil. I met, I mean, I served him his dinner. Well, that's more than I ever did. I know. Ooh, one hop, and we're going to the ninth. It's 2-1 Seattle over Cleveland. I got to tell you something about the, when you have a matchup like Seattle versus Cleveland. These are two of my favorite teams. I have a huge soft spot in my heart for the Indians. I so wanted them to win the World Series a few years ago. And you know my love for the Pacific Northwest. Me too. And I'll say this. If our lives ever lead us to living in the Pacific Northwest, and I've said this on the podcast, I would have the Mariners become my primary team. Never. No way. Yeah. No. I would say I would. No. Yeah. I don't believe it. Okay. We'd have to, that'd have to be taken to the test the first time the Mariners played the Red Sox. Yes, I'd love to see that. But like the Mariners are the, Seattle's the only city. Mm Mm-hmm. That has a that currently is a major league team mm-hmm. that has never hosted the World Series. Hmm. Washington D.C. hosted back in the '30s. That's a, that's a huge drought for them. But there's never been a World Series played in Seattle, despite having some great great players like Ichiro, or A Rod, or Ken Griffey Jr. A Rod. A Rod played for the Mariners for a long time. Huh. Yeah, but um, but I also love I love the Mariners. I'd love to see them win. Mm-hmm. And I love the Indians. I'd love to see them win. So when I watch a game like this, this is exactly kind of a best-case scenario, that it's a good, well-played game on both sides. Do you understand what I mean? Do you want a drink? What, do you, what are, are you going to get for me? <laughs> grapefruit juice? I don't know. Ah, I'd love a grapefruit juice. Okay, okay. well, all right, well, look at <clears throat> This was our little tangent here. Our op- it's op- opening day? It's opening night. Yay. It's opening night here. Red Sox uh, broke my heart. Um, the Giants won. The magic number for the Giants is 162. And uh, what was it? Matt Davidson of the Chicago White Sox became only the fourth person in baseball history. He had three home runs on opening day. And the first pitch of the season, the first game, the first pitch was a home run. It's only the second time that's ever happened. The first time was 86 when Dwight Evans of the Red Sox did that. If Matt Davidson keeps up his pace, because he had three home runs today, he will hit 486 home runs this year, which would be a record. The record is 73. So here we are. Here we are. It's the beginning of the season. Uh, I'm starting up Who Owns Baseball again, so go to MLBReports.com to see who owns baseball. And uh, I'm pretty sure Matt Davidson owns the American League as a hitter. Uh, where, Where can people find my stuff? Where can people find my stuff? What stuff? You know, like the podcast. The laundry's no, no. right there, okay, baby. It's, Come, baby, your laundry's right there. Well, I'll, here, you can go to sullybaseball.com. Mm-hmm. You can like me on Facebook. Mm-hmm. You can subscribe on Apple Podcasts, mm-hmm. Stitcher, Podbean, yep. wherever you get your podcasts. You could follow me on Instagram at Sully Baseball Podcast. That's my handle because there was already a Sully Baseball, if you can believe it. On Twitter, I'm at Sully Baseball. If you want to, you could be old school and send me an email at info at sullybaseball.com. Send you a letter. Yes, you could send me a letter if I actually get a P.O. box. I'm not going to tell our home address. <laughs> oh, yeah. There you go. Um, the music, as always, is by Ted Thacker and Patrick Kaliski. Watching the top of the ninth inning and talking about home babies. Parrots on shoulders, oh babies, flap downs, and what and Ichiro's lovely temples and ugly sexy. That's right. That's how we roll here. This has been Sully Baseball. I'm your host, Paul Francis Sullivan. What can people call me? Smelly. Sully!